This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. When we are vulnerable, we connect. When we share ourselves fully, we subconsciously give the other person in the relationship permission to share as well. Vulnerability is a strength, and it is freedom. Freedom to be completely who we are in our rawest form, naked. When we are free to be who we are, and we feel adored, accepted, and understood for who we are, there is no better feeling. Every couple I interviewed talked about how freeing it is to feel like they can just be themselves. Valeria Tellis interviews Jamie Bornstein, a relationship therapist, coach, and host of Love Talk Live on LA Talk Radio. Jamie Bornstein is a relationship therapist, coach, and host of Love Talk Live on LA Talk Radio. She was named the number one relationship coach transforming lives in 2020 by Yahoo Finance. For the past 20 years, Jamie has been teaching her clients how to heal their past, love themselves unconditionally, how to be vulnerable, tap into their inner strengths and intuition, and live more authentically to achieve their relationship goals. Jamie is highly sought after to share her relationship advice on various media outlets, such as KTLA, ABC, NBC and CBS News, People, Thrive Global, and Bustle. Jamie empowers her clients to become aware of the fact that they were born to have love in their lives, not just any love, the right love for them. Jamie has a bachelor's degree in psychology from Boston University, a master's degree in social work from New York University, and a certificate in spiritual psychology from the University of Santa Monica. Jamie's book on manifesting love is currently in the works. Meet Jamie at therelationshipexpert.com. Here's the interview with Jamie Bornstein. In your own words, who is Jamie Bronstein? Jamie Bronstein is a very sparkly girl. <laughs> I'm I'm full of love. I am love. I share love. I I embody love. I inspire love, and um, I just I want to make changes in this world and help people. Um, shift their lives into more just beautiful ways of living with more peace, happiness, and love in their lives. What is love to you? And what are some of the misconceptions we have about love? And do you also separate the idea most people have of love from this perspective that is called true love? Yeah, so, and it's interesting, you said like kind of like different levels. So there's so like... In the Greek language, I think it is, there's like so many different ways to describe love. There's love, there's blah, 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 there's, there's agape. So, but in our language, it's just love. So I love this question. 
because there are so many different ways to describe love. Like I'll just go to what I would, but I would say the biggest, most important besides for the love of the universe and our connection with the universe. But when you are in love, it is, it's almost, um, it's unexplainable, but, and that's how you know that you're experiencing true authentic love. It's to me, it's when time stops, when you just, you can't get enough of this person, when life becomes more colorful, when your heart feels like it's on fire, but yet at peace at the same time. (laughs) Um, So, and you're just, you feel alive. That is what I believe in love is. Um, And then there's, there's just that feeling in your heart of love when you feel so much compassion for somebody also, you know, when you care so much about anybody and you just, you just love them, family, friends. Um, and then I would say, and then there's also like the biggest, biggest besides for the in love, love, the biggest love of the universe, which is the, that self love, the connection with yourself and the connection with the universe, your higher self, your spirit guides. And I can get into that more, but, um, but just the love of, of the universe, the love of being alive that is ever present. Yeah, that's a beautiful answer. And I absolutely agree. And I want to um, explore with you, as I mentioned, off record, unconditional self-love. Talk to me for a moment about that. Yeah. So like with my clients, I will bring this concept up and I'll say, okay, so it's really important that you love yourself in order to manifest love because with the law of attraction, our outside experiences are a reflection of our inner reality, meaning that you have to be feeling very good about yourself and loving yourself unconditionally in order to attract that right love for you. And what unconditional self-love is, means that you have no judgment of yourself. You've forgiven yourself and everybody else in your past for anything because everybody's always been doing the best they could. You have resolved any unresolved issues that have been residing within you. You just show up in life as your authentic self. And what that means is that is the self that you were born as before life and experiences got in the way and relationships got in the way. So it takes some work and be and intentionality to get to that point where you are residing in your authentic self, meaning that you're loving yourself unconditionally but it is the most important thing that you can do in this lifetime and it sounds to me like the work of healing when you talk about forgiveness and all the other pieces would you say that this is what it is the healing work this is healing work yes yeah Yeah. and healing interesting because anyone the average person walking around and you feel you hear healing it sounds like it, it something horrible has to happen to you in order to feel you know like traumatic but it's actually all relative because everybody big thing that happened to you little thing that happened to you it's all relative and healing is the application of loving to the places inside that hurt that's all it is this is a reference to emotional pain only or other kinds of pain? Well, it's healing is all encompassing. And what's interesting about 
physical pain and physical dis-ease is that I believe and I've studied that it all stems from our emotions. So it is really all connected. Like if you have a lower back pain and I have this book by Louise Hay, how you can heal, how you can heal yourself. You look up lower back pain and it means what are you carrying around with you that you need to let go of, you know? So things like that, it's all connected. That is really something that is a challenge to understand from with the intellectual mind, from the the logical point of view, right, Jamie, that there's no separation between anything. I mean, there's just one thing happening here. Yeah. Well, that might be a different conversation, a different topic. (laughs) But also when you do get into this work, it is so mind blowing and so cool. It is just magical how everything is connected. Talk to me for a moment about 2020 and what insights have you gained from those events? So much, so much. Um, One thing is patience um, and acceptance because... And connectedness, you know, this is something that every, no matter how much money you have, no matter what race you are, like everybody has had to go through this. And the patience and the acceptance is that things had to stop. Life had to stop in certain ways. Things were derailed. And it's how are you, how did you, how do you relate to the issue? You know, how you relate to the issue is the issue. So are you going to let it get you down Or are you going to look at it as, okay, I'm going to just do a little redirection. I'm also going to stop and sit. You know, if there's nothing I can do about something, then what am I going to do about it? I'm just going to sit with it. And it's been so amazing for me and so many people to take this time to look within, you know, and do that work and say, okay, what's happening now? What's happening next? And, and, you know, to be present in the moment yeah. as well. So what was the inspiration for you to become a relationship therapist and coach, Jamie? I, it's interesting. Your first question was, who am I? So my name in French means I love. So j'aime, J-apostrophe, A-I-M-E means I love. And so I believe that I was born to do this work. I've, since I was little, I've always been a romantic. Um, my parents have been married for almost 50 years. And so I grew up with that beautiful mentor of two people that are just completely in love. So I, I knew that it exists. So, but then really it was my, my first psychology class in high school where I fell in love with psychology and cause to me, it made life make sense. And I started understanding it so much more and it was very powerful to understand these things. And then, um, I got my master's in social work. And so as I started practicing 20 years ago, I found that eventually years into my practice that the clients that came in that either wanted a relationship were working on their relationship or going through a breakup or divorce were the ones that I really gravitated towards. So I, and then I got my, my certificate in spiritual psychology. So it was a culmination of all these things where I said, okay, these are the clients that I want to take in. Anybody who wants to talk about love needs love, works on love, working on love. Um, and then also then my spiritual psychology took my work to the next level. And I started my radio show, Love Talk Live, and I yeah. writing a book about love. And um, I do a lot of writing as well. Spirituality. How do you define what spirituality is, Jamie, today? Yeah, so to me, it's, 
It's rising above. It's looking at life from that elevated point of view. It's elevating, it's awakening. It is, and getting back to our talk about your authentic self, to me, what I help my clients do is, so spirituality and seeing life through the eyes of your soul means that you see life through the essence of, of what you were when you were born, which is your soul, your authentic self. So it's getting past anything in life that has happened and you're healing it to show up looking through your soul-centered eyes. It's, it is about forgiveness. It is about getting past any judgments. It's about non-duality. It's about using your intuition, which we're going to talk about. Um, and just, yeah, the first thing I said, it's rising above. Can you see, can you see what's really going on? And can you get past the words of, of what people are saying? Can you look at people as that child who's just doing the best that they can? Yeah, that's very compassionate. Actually, yeah, well, it comes from clarity, compassion, love. That's what I see, inner peace, all these good feelings and uh, good things, per se. It's coming from a place of clarity, so we can create that. If this is being created, which um, I have a feeling or I suspect that this, we are just imagining this. Also, it's it's knowing that there's that there's a higher power out there that we are co-creators of our lives that manifestation is a very real thing so when you can tap into this power within that you are the co-creator of your life and you are intentional then you can manifest anything that you desire but i'm wondering if that this idea puts us in the position of always expecting life to be perfect or to be positive and to be good No, not at all. (laughs) No, in spirituality, it's actually what we say is for the highest good of all concerned. And with that said, you know, you can manifest anything you desire. It's also with the understanding that the universe gives us what we need, not necessarily what we want. And to trust in that and that if something doesn't work out, that you believe that the universe is going to bring me this or something better for the highest good of all concerned. So once again, it's accepting and it's trusting and it's surrendering. And it's also being comfortable with the uncertainty and the unknown in that beautiful place of life and trusting. So what is intuition from your perspective and how do we learn to distinguish the voice of intuition from the voice of not just the mind as the intellectual mind, logical mind, but also the dreams and illusions we have? Yes, this is my favorite topic. Also, I just wanted to add in about that life isn't perfect, that in spirituality, we believe that life happens for you, not to you, meaning that you are not a victim. Even things that are in quotes, you might look at as bad, they are happening. They are opportunities for growth and learning and upliftment. So I just wanted to say that also. Um, Okay, so intuition and how do you discern? (laughs) So... Our intuition, everyone is born with it. Um, It is a muscle that once you start practicing it, it gets stronger and stronger. And to me, intuition is really connecting with yourself, with your authentic self. And to decipher, to discern between your fear and your intuition, let's say, 
it, it's really your, your ego, which is your mind. So that is fear-based and your heart is love-based. So if you, and by the way, in any situation, you always get an immediate gut feeling if you're tuned in enough. And that is, that is your intuition. But the problem is that the mind gets in the way and tries to keep you small. So for instance, it's if you question, should I, should I go over and talk to that guy? You know, (laughs) should I do it? You know, I get a gut feeling that this is going to be a good thing. Should I go? Your ego might say, no, 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 don't go, don't go because that's fear-based, but your heart which is your intuition is saying, no, you know what? I think this is a really good idea because that was the first thing that came to me. So I'm going to go or on a date. If you're on a date, um, sometimes your mind gets, your mind starts going off and it starts being that fear-based mind. You know, whenever my clients are contemplating and they don't know what it is, I always ask them just to close their eyes and to drop into their heart and to ask themselves, what do I want? What feels good to me? And the answer is right there always. Wow. So in a way, is um, it's connected to love. Intuition has something to do with benevolence, with goodness, always, right, Jamie? It is. And it's your, it's your essence. Your intuition is the you, you, you that you came to this earth as so it's taking away anybody else's opinion right any society's opinion it's just connecting with you because we are the experts of ourselves and that brings me to the question about living with others in the sense of family members and creating boundaries being able to say no how do we balance that kind of trusting our intuition and also being able to well, to say no to lots of people, not lots of things and situations, because that's not something that resonates within ourselves. So is that something that actually by listening to our intuition and being authentic, the price for that, it's sometimes high. In my case, has been I had to leave everything to listen to, to that voice of the heart and do what I had to do. So is that something that you also recommend and um, encourage very, very much. Yes. Yes. Always, always listen to yourself, honor yourself, use your voice, have no attachment to the outcome. Meaning like, don't worry. You need to say what you need to say without fear that that person's going to leave or how that person's going to react. That's their own thing. The most important thing is you honoring yourself and staying in your integrity because that's how you are in the flow of life. It's that golden golden zen beautiful place that every time you honor yourself and you speak your voice you become stronger and stronger and more connected with yourself more connected with the universe and more connected with the flow of life so yeah boundaries you if it's a no to you you know that's another thing with intuition i i I close your eyes is this a yes or a no is this a yes or a no you know and follow that because if you reflect on your life and you see the times that you didn't follow your your what you knew what your yes or your no, <laughs> you knew what your yes was, and you went with the uh, we knew what your no was, and you you just said yes anyway. Um, guarantee didn't work out. 
so so true it's interesting we don't want to be disliked <laughs> that's that's not a yeah that's not a good place to to live from but you can say yeah. no with love right, you know? right. like it's all in the it's all with uh, it's a matter of how you communicate that message you know say i just need to um you know i you could say that you can tell them that you love them you know, this is just something that you don't feel comfortable with. And so, you know, it's all, it's not about like, um, it is in your, it's in your delivery. And also with family members or anybody who is a challenge, your, your biggest challenges in life are your biggest teachers. So I also encourage you when you get, if you get triggered by somebody to look at that as, um, you know, a, a trigger is anything that deserves that disturbs your peace. So look at that trigger as an unresolved issue and look at it. Yeah, right. Not push away. That's exactly what I do. And yeah, in the end, it's always ends up being a growth opportunity, per se. Yeah, I always learn something, something happens that's even better than before. So it's actually okay to say yes when you want to say no, and then learn your lesson from that, and then learn how to communicate your needs. Wow, but that's still a challenge in the sense of the blaming game that sometimes, you know, some of us play. That What would you say in that case, uh, Jim, what's your advice, uh, Jamie, when that happens, when people, family members are blaming you for not seeing them, for not accepting them the way they feel understood, and then you feel like it's unfair because that's not really the truth. What do you suggest in those cases of blaming, shaming? Yeah, well, I always say that in any two people, in any relationship that, you know, both people need to speak their voice, not you, you, you say, I'm feeling this way. And the other person listens. And it's about validating each other. You don't have to actually understand each other. Like I give my, my clients permission. You don't have to understand each other. Listen. And I validate what you're saying. And then that's all you can do. You know, if both people feel seen and heard, not necessarily understood, but just validated. That's all we want as humans. Validate. I like to use that word because I love the word understanding, which leads to love, really, or tapping into the unconditional love, which has everything to do with just being there for whoever without any conditions, just letting them be themselves because that's what we want to do ultimately, to be ourselves. So we wanted them to be themselves and come from the place that they are at this time. Yeah. And just unconditional love in general, it, it seems like it might be hard, but it's actually pretty easy because mm-hmm. if all you're doing is taking away judgments and accepting the person and not trying to change them, then it's actually really easy to unconditionally love somebody. And if for some mm-hmm. reason, like let's say a marriage, you know, um, a huge predictor of a, the success of a marriage is, is if you you can accept and you don't want to change that other person because if there is any type of judgment and wanting the other person to change, it's never going to last forever or it it can last, but you'll just be sad. (laughs) So, so ask yourself like, and yeah, you know, do I accept this person? Do I not want them to change? (laughs) Talk to me about the importance of showing vulnerability, being vulnerable in a relationship. Yeah, it is so important because speaking of being your authentic self, you you can't be your authentic self without being vulnerable. And with couples or with any two people, anybody that are having trouble being vulnerable, 
I recommend that one person just steps up to the plate and share something, be yourself. Because when you are vulnerable, you subconsciously give the other person permission to be vulnerable also. You know, so it's like, okay, I'll let down my guard. And then the other person lets down their guard. And the truth is you can't have an authentic forever relationship without being vulnerable because vulnerability is how we connect. So you will, you could have a surface relationship, but it's never going to be that deep connection without being vulnerable. And I hear that a lot from people around me. I don't think I ever heard here, or maybe I did on the podcast. I love him or her, but I don't need him or her. So what do you think about this way of thinking or those belief systems that I love you, but I don't need you? Yeah, that's actually a a spiritual concept because when you are walking around this world, loving yourself unconditionally, you don't necessarily need anybody else. I say it's like the cherry on top, you know, like you fall in love and that person is the cherry on top. It just adds to your love. But that feeling of needing somebody is a very victim-y, desperate, um, not feeling like you're whole. And two people, I believe it's two whole people that come together, their lights to come come together and you just make more light in this world. So it isn't about needing the other person. It's about residing in love with that other person. That's a beautiful concept. And I'm wondering if that, if we are using the wrong word, if I use the wrong one, need, because it seems like we all need one another. There is this trust, almost like automatic trust we have when we go to a restaurant, we trust that the waiter or the restaurant will deliver, you know, clean and healthy food and uh, the opposite. So, in, in everything that we do in life, uh, the way we live, it seems to have this reliance on one another, even if it is invisible, if we don't see it at the moment, but everything is connected and it's working to make this apparently a whole, which is already is a whole, but it's bringing everything together. So would you change the word in this case? Because it seems to me like we all, we need one another. Yes. And when we look at it like that, yeah, like there's that Barbara Streisand song, people, people who need people. Yes. Yeah. So um, in, in that, when you're looking at it in that way, yes. Like there are so many people that are like, I'm independent. I can do it on my own. But the truth is what we're talking about, what you're bringing up is, yeah, like even the most successful people in this world did it as a team, you know? So it is important to reach out. But the thing I was saying before, it's not like it's essential. Like you can't, you can't, um, like you need this person or else you're going to die in like in a relationship, you know, but in life, yes, to reach out for help, to receive that love, to receive that help is, is essential in life. So yes, we do. Yeah. And we all offer different things. So you are, let's say it is like, like collaborating, you know, on a project or in a relationship, it is important to collaborate and bring together, you know, or even, or if you're, if you're feeling depressed or if you're, or if you're physically up, you know, ask for help. Don't feel like you need to do it on your own. A healthy relationship. What is the, the, the measurement? Well, how would you, would you describe this? Not perfect, but healthy and successful relationship. 
you know, we kind of, we went over some things, but one of the things we haven't gone over is, is, well, we kind of went over communication, you know, healthy communication that there's no name calling. There's that there aren't judgments that you're doing your best to really listen to each other and you feel seen and heard that you are honoring your voice that you spend time together, (laughs) whether you have kids or you don't have kids that you don't make the excuse that you don't have time. Like be intentional about going on dates, no matter how many years you've been married. Like my parents, I mentioned, they have fun. You need to have fun in the relationship. You need to have the deep conversations and be deeply connected, but at the same time, be lighthearted. And, um, and there is this, this essence of spontaneity and creativity and, you know, keep it, keep it fun. I keep saying fun, but it is so important to, to have that in a healthy relationship. And at the end of the day, your relationship should be the place where you find solace. You find solace and, and comfort in each other's arms and, this is the place that brings you the most joy in life. So if, if it's not like that, then, you know, look at it, look at it, talk to each other. What, what is missing? You know, be honest, be honest with each other. What is missing? So it should really, you know, we have one life to live and this relationship really should be your greatest joy. I agree. Yeah. And and sometimes that, when you say we have this one life to live, I think about we ha- we might have one moment, this moment only. Yeah. Yeah. Be present. I love that message, Jamie. Yeah. Having fun. Just that the sense of humor, right? Creating, yeah, bringing laughter more to, to our lives. We, we tend to take um, this experience very seriously. I mean, so many hours of the day, we take it so seriously and we, we just forget to lighten up. Well, and also just in a relationship, you should be, you you shouldn't be growing. Okay. You guys should both be growing individually and then growing together, growing and thriving, not just surviving every day, but you want to be thriving and learning together, growing together, having new experiences together because, because why not? (laughs) Why not? I love that. (laughs) Why not? Hmm. Yes. I love that. Why not? Why not? That's a beautiful, yeah, beautiful question. I mean, that's not even a question. It's a suggestion, an inspiring suggestion. Yeah, beautifully said. Thank you, Jamie. I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Before that, would you like to add anything, Jamie, to the conversation? Um, yeah, I always just love to add, just going back to intuition, just always trust yourself. Always, always always the littlest things in life to the biggest things in life. Your answer is always there. Allow yourself to gain that clarity. Don't rush anything. Close your eyes. Look within your answer is always there. Trust yourself. Trust the universe. Yes. Yes. And love. <laughs> and love. Well, that comes, but, but yeah, that arises yeah, after it's that. It's all encompassing because so. trust, trusting yourself is loving yourself. And then when you love yourself, then your love comes in. Thank you for your um, for being open to let these messages flow through you and just do what you're doing, which is to me life being life. 
Thank you. And also, I just want to offer that. So I live in Los Angeles. However, I do sessions with clients, not only all around the country, but around the world, like um, Australia and London and the United States and all over. So feel free to, um, all my information is on my website, which is therelationshipexpert.com. Um, and my, you want to check out my Instagram, it's therelationshipexpert, but just the X, not the E-X and expert. So the relationship, the letter X, P-E-R-T. And tune in to my radio show, Love Talk Live on LA Talk Radio. Wonderful. I'll have those links on your podcast profile too, Jamie. Perfect. Oh, and my free gift. Did I send you my free gift? I'm not sure. I have to take a look at it. Let me take a look at now, actually, before. And then if you didn't, please email me. Let me see. I know you sent me your bio and back, back, back. Uh, no, I don't think you did. Oh. I don't see it here, Jamie. For no. Anybody who's looking to manifest love, it's you'll, you'll get seven days, seven emails of manifesting love affirmations and exercises from me. So I'll send you the link and just sign up. Wonderful. So yeah, please send me, if you have a link, a specific link, please send it to me and I'll add to the podcast profile. Uh, my last question to you is what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? Three things life I know for sure. Okay. Now I'm tuning in. Give me a moment. Tuning <laughs> <Yes>. in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that we are born to have love, love in our lives that we came to this earth deserving of, this is all the first one, <laughs> we came to this earth deserving of love and that our soulmate is out there. It's a matter of loving ourselves in order to find each other. Um, I know that when we trust ourselves and we trust the universe, that that is how life flows. And I know that life is supposed to be fun. So we just need to allow that fun and joy and peace to come into our lives yes. yes yes thank you so much again jamie thank you and we'll talk soon for sure yeah thanks so much thank you bye for now right bye thank you for listening to learn more about jamie bornstein and her work please visit therelationshipexpert.com to learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.